Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. And today, this morning, this evening, this afternoon, this good night, we have a special guest with us. Back on the podcast is Dank Doll. Hello, everyone. Say hello. What's up? What's up? Hello, hello. I meant to say say the hello to everyone, not hello, everyone. <laughs> I don't know. It's nervous to be in your presence again. I'm very honored Why? to have you back on the podcast. It's an honor to be here. I know the audience um, has cherished the episode, um, your OnlyFans mm-hmm. episode. For the past two years, it's been the second top charting episode on the podcast. <clears throat> love that, love that. Love to hear that. People love sex talk. So, <laughs> so what's new in your life? Oh my gosh. Um, there's a lot of new things, actually. A lot of, a big, a big event just happened in my life, real traumatizing, that caused, like, kind of everything in my life just to change. And that's what we're going to talk about today, you guys, is, um, you know, we don't shy away from topics of sexual assault on this podcast, so trigger warning. Um, not per se sexual assault, hope not. No. As to my understanding. Right. Okay, great. But something very traumatizing did happen. And then it, it did involve drugs. And that is something we do talk about on the Man and Candace podcast. And we don't shy away from the bad side of drugs. And this was a bad side of drugs. To my understanding, you were... Uh, someone attempted to drug you in order to date rape you. Um, I don't want to say exactly that way. Just because of the fact I don't really know exactly you know what happened. All I okay, know Okay, so that for I, the record. I consumed something that I did not know I was consuming. And... Um, most likely that was probably the reason why it was given to me but uh and you absolutely don't go out and consume these drugs on your own um so not this there's specific no drug, no so there's no not. way no no as far as um like weed and shrooms absolutely like if there's weed or shrooms in my system i am a weed shroom taking motherfucker but what was in my system this day no absolutely not i would never in my life touch something like this i'm literally like if you know me you know i'm completely scared of any other drugs outside mm-hmm. of you know mushrooms and weed so um if someone were to give you mushrooms or weed without you knowing let's say someone put tincture of mushrooms in a drink or someone put a tincture of THC in a drink mm-hmm. would you be able to tell absolutely by the effects yeah, yeah yeah I know the effects that come with shrooms I know the effects that come so, with marijuana. okay so you wouldn't be questioning whether or not absolutely it'd be not. okay no so th- what happened to you and the effects you felt this time around it was definitely not anything you tried before absolutely not nothing it's actually everything that I would have stayed away from okay what drug do you believe that it was that was in your system that night i'm pretty sure like the substance itself that i was given was either you know ecstasy possibly which is a designer drug which is all kinds of drugs put together together. yes because when i actually went to the to the hospital to get a toxicology report i had four different drugs in my system i had mdmaq i had meth i had benzos you had you had mdma i'm sorry (laughs) i always had the q because of you (laughs) so yes i had mdma yeah um, benzos okay um, Benzodiazepines, um, meth, and um, other opioids. Methamphetamine. Did they specify? Cause she said specifically meth, like not amphetamine. She came on in the op- on the opioids. I'm um, asking, did she specify which opioids? No, okay. she didn't. Not on that. She specified the meth. Their concern was the amount of meth that was in my system for my body size. So tell me about the symptoms that you were experiencing. Oof. So and how long after you? took the drink would you say 
you started feeling funny and just kind of take walk me through okay minute one minute two 10 minutes 15 minutes um to be honest uh my brain was so fucked i can't tell you the time frame like that but apparently like the people who were with me and going back into the time frame of like phone calls that were made and stuff it all happened like and it the onset happened within 15 minutes Okay. okay. And, you know, from my experience, meth is that it is that type of drug where it onsets pretty rapidly. Does it? I don't, I've never, like, you know what I'm saying? I went to medical school. I've yeah, stimul- meth, it's never. a stimulant. At the end, it's an amphetamine based drug. Um, and stimulants typically, once they hit your bloodstream, uh, it's pretty instant. Yeah, so that explains it. I have yeah. literally, I don't know where exactly, like, you know, at what point I consumed it, but I know I sat down, I took a drink of a Red Bull. And within 10 minutes, I was, like, zoned in to the person across from me. So where were you? Were you in a club setting, a bar no, setting? No, so I was on an Airbnb. So I had went out of state for um, a what blog. State? I was in Miami. Okay. And I went out there to do a 48-hour blog for a friend of mine who is a music artist. And we were supposed to do an interview, and we were also supposed to do a music video. So that night, the music video was supposed to be shot. Is this music artist well-known, would you say? Um, he's known in his city, but okay. he's not like an A-list celebrity, no. Okay. Um, and it's crazy because I've actually known this artist for about three years now, and I did some PR work for him. I was helping, you know, up his brand. Supposed to be a friend of mine. Yeah. So I thought. So, um... Yeah, so I flew out. He hit me up, you know, hey, I'm doing this music video. We're doing this vlog. I really like your mindset. You know, you're I'm a sex worker, but I also, you know, have the mindset of down near a man. So he kind of wanted the mix up of what, you know. What yeah, you have an entrepreneurial mindset. So yeah. I, it's one of the things I really admire about you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So I agreed. I flew out there. Wasn't even there for 24 hours. Um, I just recall eating and then walking outside, it was a beautiful Airbnb, had a big ass backyard, it was huge. And there was a bench sitting outside where everybody was sitting because we were smoking. So I had walked outside, sat down, took a swig of Red Bull, and within 10 minutes, I'm staring at the guy in front of me, like locked in on him. Like I cannot move my head, nothing, I'm just locked in. Could, could you blink your eyes? No. And I didn't know my eyes were dilated until my girl was like, babe, what's wrong with your eyes? What's wrong with your eyes? What the fuck? And I'm just like... I'm like, ha ha, <laughs> like I'm like, you know, and I'm rubbing her, like my hand is rubbing her skin, like I'm rubbing her and another girl next to me, and I'm just rubbing the shit out of them, but I'm looking at the guy in front of me, and I'm just like, oh my god, like zoned into him, and then I remember this girl walked up who I hadn't met before, they must have just got there, she walked up, and I was like, oh damn, she's thick, and then I just remember kind of blacking out, but I could still hear everything, and I heard that girl say, hey, what's in her drink, what did you guys give her, what's wrong with her, is she okay, is she okay, and I heard somebody else like oh it's just molly so in my head at this time i'm i can't see so i'm thinking like i'm asleep i'm dreaming but then i hear the girl say no 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 her eyes are whited out so in my head i was like oh your eyes are really bad goofy like you can you're awake but you're whited out right now like in my head is doing all kind of stupid shit so i hear the word molly i hear tequila i hear white out so, I was so like, it's oh, not really registering no what is going on yeah no and i'm just i'm thinking i'm in a dream and everything is just like going quick okay and i feel myself walking okay so then I fall asleep. I'm asleep. And then I hear my phone ringing. And it's my girl like, hey, my girlfriend has my phone in front of my face. She's like, hey, your phone's ringing. Answer. So it happened to be my best friend, Blake. So at this point when you fall asleep, where are you in the Airbnb? I'm in a bed. Apparently yeah. they walked me to a bed. I didn't find out what happened until literally the actual truth, truth or semi-truth of what people would like to give me until about two days after because I couldn't remember anything. 
So I can't, from all I remember is blacking out at the table. My eyes rolled back and I could hear everybody talking, but I couldn't see. So I thought I was in a dream. And then when I woke up, my phone was in front of my face and my girl was like, hey, somebody's calling, which was my best friend, Blake. So I don't remember this part, but she says, I answered first on voice call and she said, I was slurring and she knows I'm not a drinker like that. She knows, so she goes, hey, you drunk? And she said, I had said, yeah. And then what I did hear her say was, answer this motherfucking FaceTime right now. And this is like my right hand. So when I heard the anger in her voice, like my head was like, yo, what's going on? So then I, boom, opened the FaceTime. And when she seen me, she alerted me that I was in trouble. Like, that's how out of it I was. She was like, what the fuck? What are you on? What's going on? What's going on? Like, what did you take? What did you take? And I'm like, what? Huh? Like, Yeah, I mean, the eyes rolling in the back of your head. Yeah, I so mean, my eyes were rolling. What other symptoms were you experiencing? My eyes were rolling. I was... um biting my jaws like okay chewing, were like you I was biting your my, cheeks as yes, well yes i was eating the inside of my cheeks i was chewing on my lip and my tongue and i was also drooling out the side of my mouth were you hallucinating visually no with shadows or anything like mm-hmm. that were you picking on your skin yes yes so i was digging like when i say but it was such a fucking good sensation so i'm like like doing this like scratching i'm moving like i can't stop moving my leg like i'm like running in place and i'm just like rubbing my body on the bed i rubbed my body on that bed in sweat for so long that the black from my shorts was bled into the sheets yeah. because i was just like like everything you see of a crackhead doing on the street i swear to god i was doing and it was like what was happening was like my brain was turning off and on emotions so like my eyes would shake real fast like it would be like the whole room was sh- how was your body temperature hot i was sweating I was in a swimsuit top yeah. and some shorts, and I was fucking drenched. Like, and I, oh, I took the swimsuit top off, but my girl put a sheet over me, and I'm in the bed, like, no top on, shorts on. At this point, they had locked it, locked me, my girl, and the artist's manager were in the room. They were taking care of me. So they kept me in the room locked, because there's other men out, you know, in the rooms. Uh, it was a big, they, they shot the whole motherfucking music video while I'm in a room down there on Dean. Yeah. So, I wake up, you know, I'm, I'm like seeing my friend telling me like, yo, she needs milk. I heard about six fucking people on his phone tell these people to give me some milk. Not one person thought to order DoorDash and give me some fucking milk. Not one person thought <coughs> to take you to the hospital and get Fuck you some Narcan. No. And see, we didn't really have signal in the house. Uh, me and my girl flew out there. We didn't have a vehicle. Um, you know, not, nothing like that. The manager was doing the best that she could. I will give them that. Like if them two wouldn't have been there for me, it would have been a whole different scenario. There was a point in time... So when my homegirl alerted me, like, hey, something's wrong with you. Like, you're on drugs, right? It picked me up, like, oh, shit, what the fuck? So I remember that I was there to be recorded. So instantly, I said, don't let them record me. Don't let them record me. I'm a mom. I'm a mom. And I'm crying, crying, crying because I'm freaking out. Like, I'm, I'm doing this, Candice. I'm digging in my skin. Like, shit, my eyes are shaking. And then the second my eyes shake, I bite down on my jaw. Some drool would come out of my mouth. And then it was a new emotion. Like, happy, ha, 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 ha laughing at whoever was on the FaceTime at the time and then my eyes shake again boom I'm angry boom I'm crying boom I'm happy and it was like split boom 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 I couldn't control it it was like someone was putting masks on you yes like and I'm like what the fuck and I couldn't shake it and I couldn't stop moving it was so crazy to me is like I was FaceTiming like my brain was telling me FaceTime people you trust, like, and I'm scrolling through. Yeah, you called me that night. I did. I blew you up because when I heard, when they was like, Molly, I'm like, bro, I got to call somebody who know who's been, who's tried this drug before. So I'm scrolling and I see MDMA big on my phone because that's your name in my phone. So I'm hitting it like, oh, answer, answer, answer. You ain't answer. So I'm like, okay, so I got a, I got a homeboy in LA and we really tight. This is like my family. So I hit him. Now, mind you, he knows me. He's tried to get me to try some shit with him before and I wouldn't try it. 
So the second out, he opened up the phone and I'm telling him, he's like, yo, he's on the phone. Like, yo, she don't do drugs. Like he's freaking the fuck out. Like they're like, he's telling them I'm chewing my tongue and the people in the room don't even know that the drug causes you to do that. So he's like, yo, put some gum in her mouth. She's chewing her tongue. Yeah. People who make drugs, their whole persona, like me, like. I did it at a young age, mm-hmm. and now I'm 28, and, like, now I will say that I sometimes feel a little silly, mm-hmm. a little, not re- remor- not regretful, but a little remorseful that I chose the name I chose, Yeah. but I, it was bestowed upon me in a dream, so I felt it was destiny, so whatever, yeah. it was a yeah. young teenage dream, I rolled with it, I love it, I made it my own thing, it no longer only means drugs, if you Google it, okay. you know what I mean, yeah. so it, it does bring up my art, I worked hard for that, because at one time, if you Googled my name, the way it did, all it did was bring up ecstasy pills, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all it would bring yeah. up, um, but not to make this about me, but what I was trying to say is that we there are preparations in place for certain drugs, especially mm-hmm. harder drugs, mm-hmm. and um specifically mda what you did not have i had it in i mean my you system, had it you had yeah. it in your system but like you had other things which right. i was trying to say mm-hmm. um but like that back in the day we would prepare by not eating so you knew the steps it takes and to yeah we would perish we would right. parachute it we would take vitamin c capsules we would I take see, yeah. Um, we would have gum. We would have we would have something to keep us preoccupied, like beads, and like we make More like bracelets. And shit. Yes. Okay. Because I used to see girls like you know chewing on with the things. lights yeah. and everything to like calm yeah. your eyes. That was another thing too. I was addicted to like this. Somebody at the table put on a light show on their phone, like who I can't remember who it was, but they thought it was funny as fuck that I was. And the music, the that techno music. Yes, it was techno and it was light, and I was zoned the fuck in. Like I was on the screen like oh my god like a fucking kid like ooh, and it was like the sounds were like sending a fucking sensation through my body so it was like that part of it it and then i heard somebody say she's hot put her in the pool now mind you i remember the pool was lit up green and i knew that it was warm so my body every time somebody said put her in the pool my body felt me in the warm water and i seen the lights and i was like yeah to pull the pool to pull and my girl was like fuck no she's gonna drown are y'all fucking stupid because i was literally like rolling out every five seconds my head rolling back my eyes rolling back, you know what I'm saying? And then it was just like that day, that night, it was almost like it had to happen. And we were going through like the whole eclipse of people getting pushed out your life and shit. And yeah. I had like a whole gang, you know what I'm saying? And maybe... Was that around the eclipse? Yes, it was. Yes. Damn yes. eclipse season. Fucked me over. You hear me? It took yeah. so many people out my... That day, but it was like I needed it. There was a dude I was dealing with. He didn't really know me like that. And that, that's what teaches me too. Like you, with the shit I put on the internet, y'all know I'm a sex influencer. You know what I'm saying? I put my mm-hmm. body on the internet. You might think I'm a slut. You might think I'm out here popping pills or getting flown out and all that shit, but I'm not. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I put out there. This is so, traumatizing to you. This is not your average day. This is like No, you. I'm not even that type of female. But see, this dude didn't know that. So he he's texting me while I'm rolling. So I'm lying to him. I'm, I'm making a video. Wait, wait. Tell the audience who the dude is. No, I'm not going to mention his name because I hate him that much. I mean, like, give a little <laughs> background. You were talking to So someone. I was talking to him for about three months. We were doing business together. I yeah. met him through another friend on some business shit. And then we just clicked. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like gang, but we was like kind of feeling each other type shit. But it just ended up like... We was kind of, like, feeling each other. We working every day. You know what I'm saying? But you know me. I'm not really for the relationship thing. So you know so when, so when he's someone you did FaceTime that night. He didn't answer the FaceTime. He didn't answer the FaceTime. But he was texting me. He was so, texting you. Yeah. And then so once he realized something was off, 
he instead of helping you or being compassionate, he went against me. Yes, because he didn't know me. That's the thing, and I'm not making. But excuses at the end, the, at the end, of, I, I, I'm not making excuses for him either. But coming from someone who can look at it from a third party, it's fucked up. <laughs> even if even if he didn't know you like that, oh god, because if you don't. If I don't know someone like that, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and at least double check and say, hey, are you okay? He even said, because like he sent me a text message, was like, what you doing, blah, blah, blah. He was already kind of irritated at the fact I went to Miami. Because uh-huh. I didn't tell him like right away. Like I forgot about the shit. It was booked. I forgot it. I told him two days before. Now, mind you, this is not my dude. I don't have to tell you shit if I don't want to. So I thought, okay? Because that was the agreement we had. So he's texting me. And then he's like, what you doing? And I made a video. Now, mind you, I'm fucking rolling. So I made a video and I was like, nothing, I'm about to go. I'm, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. You can tell I'm off drugs, bro. You can fucking tell in the video. And I'm like, and he's like, what the fuck? He was like, why you look like somebody in the room with you, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, my bitch is in the room with me. And so is the manager. So my girl is sitting right next to me. And my dumbass got the phone up like, no one's in the room. What are you talking about? And you never see me look at her. I never realized she was right fucking next to me until I went back to the videos. So I'm sending him. He's like, you're a fucking liar. He's like, I can see the bitch in the room next to you. He's going off. He was like, you look, he was like, you, you're chewing your fucking tongue. Your eyes are rolling. What the fuck? You fucking weirdo bitch. Like starts going off instead of calling like, yo, are you okay? So I'm FaceTiming him trying to tell him, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like I'm tripping right now. He's not answering. We get into a big fight over shit. So I'm like, fuck him. I don't even care. So I start calling other people, you know what I'm saying, that know me. And it's crazy the difference. You feel me? Because the people who know me is like, yo, what the fuck's wrong with her? What's, what's going on with her? What the fuck? Y'all need to help her because they know I'm not like that. It was like your friends were being filtered one by one. Hell yeah. And that, in that moment, it was so crazy because then I had another homegirl who I thought was my homegirl who hopped on FaceTime. And at the time, she helped me because my first homegirl spooked me when she the one who's like my right hand who gives a fuck about me she was like get the fuck like she's tripping so i'm scared for my life but i guess this girl who does molly as well was like you gotta keep her in a good emotion because she gonna freak the fuck out and she gonna have a panic attack so when i call her she got a pink bonnet on with a spatula and, she, and they're like my girl telling her like yo she's on molly or something so she's like ha, ha, ha. she's laughing so then i'm laughing he he ha ha I got the other homegirl who's concerned on the fucking facetime and i'm laughing with this one so now this homegirl over here think i'm playing she think I'm, you know what I'm saying? She's like, nah, bitch, you're fucking playing with me right now, and I'm really concerned, so she hang up. So then I start freaking out. Nobody understands. Like, my nigga, my brain is frying right now. You that see what I'm so saying? Weird. Like, I'm going through 30 different things, and then, <laughs> then I go to not out, right? Boom. I'm blocked out, and I'm just, like, in my head in a black space, and my phone rings. It's my motherfucking son. My firstborn. My right hand. That the one opened the door for me? Probably the dreads. Yeah. Tall one. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I see him on the screen, but here's the fucked up part about it. He's calling me because somebody here had a feeling something was wrong with me, hit my mom and said, tell Blake to check on his mom. So he called me, FaceTime me for the basketball court just to see if I was good. Fucked up thing about it is he's at a court where they got big white spotlights in the back. I'm off a drug that attracts you to the lights. Oh my God. So he's on the screen and I'm like. Shut up, shut up, shut up, nigga. And I'm just looking at the lights. And he's like, mom, mom. And I'm just like laughing, like, you know, just out of it. And I'm, I hang up on him. Mind you, he outside. And I don't even know where my kid is. Because I'm looped the fuck out right now. Like, he was safe, but I was so fucked up that I couldn't tell you where he was calling me from. I don't recall telling him he could go to the park, but I did. Like, yeah. all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, he didn't know something was wrong with me, which was good. Like, he didn't freak out. Yeah, another thing about that drug, it's um, not only are you having a euphoric feeling, which is, uh, you had a, too much of it, which was causing the, you to roll back. Yeah. Um, 
It also releases your inhibitions, which is the reason why you were saying things to your son, like, shut up. Yeah. Which, like, that drug makes it so easy for you to say, I love you. You're my best friend in the world. Um, You are the greatest thing that ever happened to me. You're texting everybody. But see, I didn't do none of that. But, like... um, I was calling everybody. But, like, how you were able to switch from from overdosing to laughing. Right. That's what I'm trying to get at, is that that's what that drug does. And I kept kind of, I swear to God, it was like I was ODing, and then something important. I swear to God, like, it would be like, all right, you're at your blackout saying, and it would be like, oh, your daughter? And it would be like, boom, wake up. And I wanted to call my kids so bad, but I couldn't call the babies. I was like, no way. That's that edge. That's that's the overdose is when you're on that edge. I was on that edge so many times that night. It didn't make sense. And it was like everybody I loved and I gave a fuck about, I called. Like, I got a roster of, of, you know, I'm single. I got a roster of men. They all got a different purpose. I ain't sleeping with all of them, but they all mean something to me, and I mean something to them. So I'm calling them all. FaceTime. It's like I'm FaceTiming everybody like it's their last call they finna get from me. Like, yeah. everybody who means something to me. You, I even called you. Like, my mind was like, all yeah. your real people, bro, call them. Call them. So I'm calling everybody, and everybody's like, yo, what's wrong? What the fuck? Everybody's freaking out. Like, drop a location right now. I'm so out of it. Yeah, I don't what and then the next day what the next day was 30 times fucking worse the next four days changed my life i woke up Mm -hmm. in a bed soaked got up put on you know my sweats my sweater walked out to the backyard there's a big basketball court so hold on pause what's your first thought now that you realize you made it through the night i didn't know what the fuck happened i thought i just woke up from Mm. being a tired night Mm. i was just real tired and groggy Mm. I didn't know what the fuck happened. So who broke it to you? So I broke it to my fucking self. Because what happened was I walked to the backyard. It was a gloomy morning. Beautiful backyard. All green plants. Everything. Big basketball court at the end of the backyard. This backyard is about an acre. I walked back there and I just wanted to cry. I was so depressed. So I knew my boy P in LA. This motherfucker gonna answer this phone no matter what. So I called him and I'm like, P, bro. He was like, what's wrong, man? And I just started crying. And then I, I got on the ground, and I had on a sweater, right, with nothing under it and a sweat and some sweatpants. But I was so hot, and I was still moving. Like, I still needed to be touched. Like, I kept yeah, rubbing myself. The, the, yeah, that drug yeah, lingers. Like it lingers for hours, for days. What? I'm fucking digging. I'm on the ground in the grass. And he's telling me, he's like, he's like, turn around, turn around, get on your stomach. Like, he's trying to help me, right? He's like, get up, get up. And I can't, I'm crying. I'm bawling my eyes out. He's like, all the serotonin in your body is gone. And he was like, so you're depressed right now and it's all going to show. And I'm I, I'm crying to the point I can't breathe. Like, everything and anything that had been bothering me for the year, like, was just... Bah. Yeah. Like, and it hurts. It, like, oh attacks God, your, your neck like muscles. I felt like I was going to die. Yes. And I yeah. was just like... Then I ended up, like, I'm taking the sweater off. So my boobs are out. My boy's like, bro, you're in a... He doesn't know where I'm at. He thinks there's men still walking around and shit. So he's like, put your clothes back on. I'm like, I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm sweating. I'm crying. He's like, where's your girl? Where? Where's somebody? And I'm just like, I don't know. P, I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying. Then I see my girl text on the phone and she's like, where are you? And I text her. I'm like, I'm in the backyard by the basketball court. By the time she came back there, I was face down on the cement court, sweater off, naked, boot like top boobs on the ground, just on the cold cement because the cold felt so good. But I was yeah. still dig. I was digging in my skin. It, my skin was sweaty, and then I'm digging it to the point that I'm starting to bleed. Like I'm just scratching. Like, and my boy's telling me he's like, "Stop, stop, stop scratching, stop scratching." And you could tell this motherfucker want to cry because he ain't never seen me like that. And it was just like I was super depressed that day, and mm-hmm. I couldn't get the fuck out from where I was because the motherfucker who didn't know me, right? All my shit was at his house. My money, everything was at my house. So I'm hitting him like, "Yo, can you send me my money so I can get a ticket?" And he's on some fuck you type shit 
thinking I'm really just out here being a hoe on some, you know what I'm saying? Just left me type shit. Like, so to this day, it hasn't been resolved with him about your money. It's been, uh, he kept everything. Um, it's cool. I don't, at this point, I don't give a fuck. Like, I ended up, I, I was depressed about it. You know, I kept beating myself. I down near begged this man. Like, he knows I have kids and shit. So I, I down near begged him for it. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'll get it. And I did. I ended up making my rent again. You know what I'm saying? I ended up doing it again. So it was just like, but the whole experience was just, I had to go to the hospital the day after. I ended up having to get put on another opioid just to get the meth out of my body. Um, and that's a double blow because you're not, you're definitely like, guys, I just want to say, um, Think Doll is not a junkie. She's not a user. She's not someone who has addictions to narcotics or street drugs. Um, she's someone who is a very well-rounded person. I really admire her. And like, someone who has qualities of not you know she's not she's not someone who goes out and parties and when i say party we all know what i mean by party goes out takes narcotics and fucks that's not someone that's even though she was there for a video shoot you know let's talk about the people who whose video the this artist and his entourage i'm guessing um <laughs> at this airbnb First of all, how big was this Airbnb? Um, it wasn't big enough for the amount of people in the house. It was ended up being, like, the yard was bigger than the house. It was maybe about four bedrooms. There was, like, 15 fucking people there. Um, to, to, to add to it real quick, when I woke up in the morning, I found out another girl had woke up naked in the bed with a man whom she did not know. She freaked out. Yeah. So it was a lot of shit that was going on. There was two guys in the house that were just, like, harassing so, girls. Were there any reports of any other girls doing any other odd behavior like you oh, yeah. that night? Mm-hmm. So, okay, yep. so that's very important to say. Uh, and that's very unfortunate to say as well. Um, I'm always hypervigilant, and I'm sure you will be too even more after that incident. Oh, absolutely. Of uh, your drink anywhere you are even at family parties drink food anything i don't know when i consumed it i can't remember to be honest with you i don't know so it's just like now i'm i'm real leery of going in public places you know what i'm saying like i'm not touching shit don't offer me nothing are you like, leery about going to video shoots i will never go to another one are you leery about flying out of state for absolutely it's not happening okay no if i fly out of state gang going with me somebody security wise you know what i'm saying is going with me other than that no and in order to get me in one of your music videos you're gonna break stupid bread and my security's gonna be there right there every moment and i will only be there at the second you're about to cast until the time you're done there is no overnight trips none of that shit if you want to book me book me my own hotel and that's the reality of um you know a lot of girls they want to do only fans and it's you know i've tried and it's not it's I've even told the podcast before, um, an episode I didn't done about it on my experience, even though it was really short. You have to be built for it. Absolutely. I tell, I manage a couple girls and everybody comes to me like, I want to start an OnlyFans. And the first thing I ask them, I'm like, is there anybody in the world you're concerned about seeing your content? They'll be like, my grandpa. Okay, you're not ready. You can't give a fuck. Yeah. You can't give you not can't one because fuck. Because people are going to screenshot it. You're gonna, it's going out it's there. It's going out it's there. Going. Somebody's are... going to see it. It can just pop up on a random porn site. You never know. Somebody's going to see it. And I knew that. You know what I'm saying? When I jumped into what I jumped into. But I'm such a black sheep to the world, to my family, to everybody, that I don't give a fuck. If you fuck with me, you fuck with me. If you don't, you don't. If you see me on the internet, either watch it, motherfucker, or scroll past yeah, and I, I will say, being a sexual influencer, I'm not, I'm not, but um, it puts you in a vulnerable spot, especially when you go out in public. So yep. the fact that you say that if it's gonna take 
security to come with you. That's crazy, right? That's insane mm-hmm. to me because... Sometimes, like, girl, I feel like I need security at grocery stores. Men will walk up on me and be like, aren't you Dahlia? Aren't you Black Dahlia? Oh, my God. Yeah, and I'll be like, what the fuck? And I'll be like, with a kid or something. You know what I'm saying? I carry every day, but it's just like... That shit gets annoying. I had somebody block my car and at Target in my yellow charger because I had just did a video sliding out the window with my titties out on Twitter. So then they blocked me in and I'm like beeping like get the fuck from behind me. I got my son in the passenger seat so I get out with the glock and I'm like what, are you, what the fuck are you doing? He's like oh my bad I just knew it was you. I wanted to see if it was you. Don't fucking block me in. Like I don't like that. I'm not a celebrity bro. Don't do that. Or people what makes me pissed I'll be somewhere and somebody will fucking DM me and be like I just seen you inside the Target. So bro, what the fuck? What what what? See, here's when you say you're not a celebrity, I beg to differ because w- at what line is it? What line? Uh, what line is it when you're recognized in public? Is it when someone is blocking you at at parking lot? Is it when someone was DMing you? I just saw you. Are people? Is it when someone asks for a picture with you? Is I've that when that you're gonna see me too? I've had that. Okay, people so walk up and be like, "Can I get a picture with you?" And I'm like, bro, like, but I don't feel like I'm a celebrity. I just be spitting the real. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a rapper. I'm not an actress. I'm not none of that shit. I'm just a. Well, the influencer is and has been the has been the thing since Kim started. Facts. Since Paris started. That's true. You know, it's been 20 years. So since that whole influence started, I mean, social media just happened to come the last what 15? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So just a lot comes with it. You got to be cut for it. Yep. You really got to be cut for it. You can't be skittish. You can't be scared. You can't be shy. You can't be any of that. And again, like my main thing to say is like you cannot give a fuck. You cannot. When I first started, I used to give a fuck. If you see my numbers from when I first started to when I stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then from what I'm hearing from what the audience heard today, you got to be on guard. Absolutely. Like all I, the time. Yes. I'm. I'm normally on my toes all the time, but it'll just be sometimes you know where I'm just like. Kind of like, you know. In my but whoever life. gave it to you just did it in such a rat way. Putting it in a Red Bull. I don't even, I can't tell you if it was in the Red Bull. I just know right after I drank that Red Bull, my shit spent. <laughs> I I wouldn't doubt it. But like 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 you said, who knows. Right. But all we know is that you are not this type of person to nah, dabble in these type of drugs. Touch. You had an overdose and it was traumatic and... We want everyone to know to just be careful. Be careful and, and be careful who you trust. Anything else you want to tell the audience before we go? Really, that's it. Just honestly, you got to watch the people closest to you. That's yes, and yes, indeed, that's a lesson that I believe was learned. This whole thing. <laughs> watch the people closest to you, and you know what is crazy is a complete stranger is who helped me that night outside of wow, me, a complete stranger who didn't know me. So wow. Well, thank you for coming on the show again. Thank I appreciate you for it. Me, of, of course. course. All right, well, this is Candace and Dink Doll with the Manic Candace podcast. I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.